wildly obsessive, drives us to clean up or improve the woods near our homes, dragging branches and tree trunks into piles. It seems we have some hardwired compulsion to tidy our gardens and lawns. I've felt that urge myself. But any woods-wise naturalist will tell you that the random and chaotic nature of the ungroomed forest floor is nature's way of expressing beauty. I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon. And I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society, and this is Something Wild. Order is the dream of man. Chaos is the law of nature. Did you make that one up? No. That's Henry Adams, an American political commentator from the 1800s. But hey, I am guilty as charged. While creating access and cutting trees for firewood on my own woodlot, I've routinely piled up smaller-sized hardwood limbs and conifer boughs. Then after a long summer of drying, I'd burn them as bonfires when the snow returns in early winter. Often for a winter solstice celebration. Hmm, sounds like fun. You don't do that anymore? Uh, Sometimes I still do. But but I discovered that if a pile makes good contact with the soil, the woody debris melts away, in a couple of years anyway, and that way it releases valuable nutrients back to the soil, while also providing habitat for all sorts of animals. Insects, salamanders, mice. Even nature's smallest creatures need food, cover, and space. Brush piles also protect tender tree sprouts from herbivory. You mean they keep deer from chomping on tasty sugar maple seedlings and on other hardwoods. It's well known that when deer densities are very high, seedling regeneration is low. Yes, and I've noticed mice tracks and more rarely red squirrel tracks going in and out of brush piles. Tiny windblown birch, poplar, and conifer seeds skitter across the frozen snow surface and often come to rest in these sheltered spots. When they're on the margins of fields or stone walls and woods, along all sorts of edges, they allow pathways into leaf litter tunnels and the soil beneath. And that means visits from predators, from tiny short-tailed shrews, up to both red and gray foxes, and even from bears looking for a place to hibernate. For woodland raptors, too, our winter resident hawks and owls, they use hunting perches overlooking brush piles to watch for their favorite small mammal meals. Rough grouse use them as shelter, and smaller birds need them too. Brush piles covered by a cap of snow provide thermal cover at night for familiar feeder birds like black-capped chickadees, tufted titmice, and dark-eyed juncos. On the coldest winter nights, these birds all roost together communally to escape wind and chill. Yes, I've encountered birds flying into brush piles at dusk. That's when I first began to appreciate that these special roosts I unintentionally created were better left in place, but only when I stopped burning them in bonfires and allowed piled-up branches and boughs to slowly smolder, as Robert Frost wrote in his poem, The Woodpile. I thought that only someone who lived in turning to fresh tasks could so forget his handiwork on which he spent himself. The labor of his axe. And leave it there far from a useful fireplace to warm the frozen swamp as best it could with a slow, smokeless burning of decay. Love that. I'm Chris Martin, and thanks to Doug Bechtel of New Hampshire Audubon for the poetry. And I'm Dave Anderson. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Forest Society, and NHPR, and is produced by the team at Outside In. (laughs) 